Welcome. Hi, Corey. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Day. Is it? Well, it will be. No, it is. I, I gonna... Yes, I, I hope it is Christmas Day when this gets put up. Yes, we're going to put it up on Christmas, but we're going to pretend like today's Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Christopher. Christmas. Oh, and by the way, you've made it to tough shit. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, it. it's the podcast that puts your first world problems into perspective. Actually, you've made it to tough shit soft served. Soft served. Which yes. is like our practice podcast. It's the uh, positive little stories to kind of help throughout your day. It's tough shit for pussies. If you can't, ha- if you can't, <laughs> you handle, can't handle the regular show and you yeah. want, it's like our self-help series kind of <laughs> it's only our second one well okay so this would technically make six whole episodes right i believe After, so once this goes up one more for which i think we're gonna release on january 9th we've got a full that's, episode coming that's out that's what we're shooting that's for. what we're shooting for can't be guaranteeing dates you know why because we could disappoint our tens of fans if we don't deliver on oh your specific- family and mine um <laughs> and then that's seven <laughs> one more we make it to eight. Yep. And we're, we're done. done. That's it. So January 9th, penultimate episode of Tough Shit. Uh, I guess. No, we'll probably keep going. Yeah, I, I, I intend to, whether you're sitting in that chair across from me or not. I'd prefer I'll to put be my here. cat there. She'd probably be about as talented or as good a reader. <laughs> uh, she's a, she's an equally uh, as much of an asshole sometimes. So Anyway. So, so we've got some really positive stories for you today. Something to lift everybody up, because I know it's Christmas time. And yes. Oh, go ahead. I'm Chris. I'm Corey, and it's nice. <laughs> it is nice to be here. We're Let's your get host. through this introduction. <laughs> Corey, do you have anything positive for uh, us? Well, you know, when, when we were first talking about the holiday season. Uh, it seems like some people can be extra grumpy and stressed, especially this year. Oh yes. This year is extra, uh, you know, you, a little more cash strapped, even violent. Ooh. I just read when I told you, I added a little something. I just found out a Florida woman, go figure Florida <laughs> had gotten into an argument with her sister and wound up stabbing her sister with a Christmas ornament. <gasps> Yes. I thought this was supposed to be a positive story. I'm saying these are some of the oh, things. Okay. I, no, this isn't my story. Oh, I think you've got this wrong. <laughs> no, but this is some of the things that uh, that can add to the stress. You know, like if, if you're I, – I don't know what they were arguing about, if it was Christmas-related, but she wound up stabbing her with a Christmas No story. shit. Yeah. Like one of the – ones that breaks it's, real easily or a, like one of the icicle ones or didn't a, actually a pointy say. ornament so huh. i don't know what it was but Are they still getting along so it, it was allegedly she allegedly stabbed her this was a couple days ago huh as of recording this so we'll see what comes out but it florida is something else Dick of america <laughs> <laughs> to to the one person who might be listening from florida oh yeah no. we like you guys not as much as that one guy from singapore who still oh, hasn't reached Jesus. out. But Merry Christmas to you, sir, or lady. Okay, so that's a nasty story. That is, that's one of the negative things that can go on this time of year. And uh, so we want to bring some positivity, some There's good so, stories. So many good stories. Yes. Especially now because, oh, I mean, yeah, it's been a shitty year. But it's still 
the Christmas season. It's still the holiday season. Yeah, make There's the best some of good it. stuff going on. So let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, you got any good stories for us? I do. Uh, I just got a quick little one here. This happened a few weeks ago. Now we all know the holidays can be a little rough on the wallet for some. Yeah, you, know, you want to get that perfect gift for someone special in your life, but sometimes that gift is financially out of reach. So you plan ahead and put that gift on layaway with hopes of paying it off by the time the fat jolly guy slips down your chimney. Layaway is still a thing. It is. Actually, I believe places have been bringing it back more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, But today's story comes from Canton, Mississippi, where hundreds of people had started prepping for their holiday gift giving by putting items on layaway at their local Walmart with plans to have them paid off by Christmas. But those plans would hit a very jolly snag. That snag being an anonymous secret Santa who approached the management there and offered to pay off all 330 layaways, to which he did. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I I don't know who it is as of recording this, but uh, yeah, paid off all the layaways. So several of the people who had items on layaway there were beyond grateful that their gifts had been covered. Uh, Some saying that they would now not have to work overtime at their jobs to pay off their layaway items in time for Christmas. And as a small cherry on top, after price adjustments, there was extra money left over from the Secret Santa. So Walmart used the extra cash to donate to a local toy drive and to the Feed America Food Bank. That's awesome. Yeah. Where was I, this? That was down in Mississippi, Canton, oh, Mississippi. That's fantastic. Yeah, I thought that was pretty that is nice. nice. That's very nice. I, I occasionally try to pick up the tab. If I, like there was a couple of weeks back. I was at 7-Eleven. I hate 7-Eleven, and I don't enjoy <laughs> I don't enjoy being at 7-Eleven, but I had to go there for something. And a lady in front of me had um, had some things, and she forgot her wallet or something, and it was like $7 in items. And I said, I'll get it. And so I paid for it. Like That's very sweet. But it's, it's nice to do that. Makes you feel good. Well, yeah. And, and it's, it's just, just a decent thing to do. Because I've been in a similar thing. Well... Yeah, like you forget money or, um, yeah, you just... Or like that lady who paid for my uh, my coffee. Your coffee. And you, I, we did talk about that, right? Yeah. And you didn't pay it forward. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I said the buck stops here. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Real holly this, fucking jolly. In the spirit of the season, I felt guilty about it well, that's, for a little while. That's good that your guilt is... I did. Do- I donated to Wikipedia the other day. Uh, did you? Yeah, I'm I, a, I, I, I probably was, should. Yeah, that's a that's a decent thing to do. But you're right. Um, yeah, it, it's good to see more kindness this time of year, anyway. Absolutely. From a lot of people, it'd be nice to see it throughout the year. Uh, but take it. If we can this get is it, all yeah. we get for a couple weeks. Better than we'll nothing. take it, right? It's like, uh, oh well, following the last of it's like it's like opposite purge. Yeah. You know, where everybody's just like decent for a few days. Uh Uh-huh. But do you have anything else? Oh, do you want? Oh, I got to get closer to the (laughs) microphone. I'm getting so excited about drinking my tea. That's that's all for my first little story. I'll let you talk about yours. Okay. Um, And then I got a a second one we can talk about a little bit. This is going to be difficult. Okay. Are you going to start tearing up? I'm going to try not to. (laughs) This is, like, just... Recently, I've been aware of my testosterone just dropping like a rock over like the last couple of years. I've noticed you're balding, your tits are huge. You're just, 
balls are tiny. Your balls are tiny. I'm not wearing pants. Uh, but uh, this is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite stories, and I, I think I've talked to you about this before. And it's it's not a recent thing, but it's just it's perfect for Christmas. Okay. And whenever I talk about it, oh Jesus Christ! Good. So I'm gonna try and just I'm gonna try and be power t- through. I'm gonna it. try and just be hard for this one. I need you to just. Keep me hard through this, Corey. Um, I'd choose different words, but I'll try to keep your strength motivated. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I didn't mean like that. Okay. So I'll reach under this table, but <laughs> all right, you're gonna be my podcast fluffer for this. All Are you ready? Right. Yeah. Bring it on. So this, have you ever heard of the 1914 Christmas truce during World oh, War? Oh, yes, I have. Okay. Yes. And I like. We've known about it for a while, but in reading like the last few days, mm-hmm. it's just awesome. It's just such a cool story. So I just wrote like a short thing on it because if I didn't write something, I'm just going to go on and on and on. Just and ramble. I'm going to face away. So <laughs> <clears throat> by uh, by Christmas Eve. So this is like, well, yeah, it's, this is the first year of World War One. It's only been going for 14. a few months. Yeah, kicked off. And needless to say, it was nasty. But... By Christmas Eve of 1914, World War One had been in full swing for about four and a half months. By this time, on the Western Front, battle lines had become what we all picture today. Like a stalemate comprised of mm-hmm. hundreds of miles of trenches separated by a barren no-man's land that looked more like the surface of the moon than any recognizable place on Earth. Hardly an ideal place to spend no. the holidays. Now, British and French soldiers on one side, German and, and German soldiers on the other, were living in what could arguably be the harshest conditions any human being in history has ever been made to suffer. These guys had spent weeks and sometimes months in hand-dug trenches, at times only a few yards from the enemy. They were cold, hungry, demoralized, and sick of the constant fighting. Never-ending artillery fire, and the threat of snipers meant that even to lift their heads above the lip of the trench could mean a quick death, or a slow one, depending on where they got hit and with what. The only relatively safe time to leave the trenches was under cover of darkness, and then only to retrieve the bodies of their fallen comrades. It's these unimaginable conditions, shared by bitter enemies within shouting distance of one another, that make the impromptu Christmas truce of 1914 such a remarkable story. Now, the exact details vary depending on where along the Western Front the soldiers found themselves. And there were pockets where, like, the fighting continued. It didn't didn't happen everywhere. Mm -hmm. But on Christmas Eve, against the orders of higher-ups, roughly 100,000 soldiers stopped killing each other. Across no man's land, British and French soldiers could faintly hear what sounded like singing. A few brave souls peeked their heads above the parapets to get a better look and found some of the German soldiers doing the same. And not only that, but German soldiers had adorned the branches of what few trees were left with lit candles and clots of muddy snow to act as makeshift ornaments. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Because, like, the image of it is super cool because, like, some of it was, like, close to dusk. And they're looking out, uh-huh. and you just see like some faintly glowing yeah. lights on along. what's left of a tree. And yeah. I mean, their nerves are gone, mm-hmm. just shattered. But okay, so <clears throat> so you know, decorating these branches, and you know, they're starting to notice it. Um, it began tentatively at first with shouts of "Merry Christmas" back and forth, you know, 
and with all groups of them like singing carols. And yeah. <clears throat> eventually, when it looked as though they wouldn't be immediately shot, burial parties from both sides ventured out into no man's land to do their grim work in the light of day. After months of constant gunfire and artillery barrages, the Western Front was eerily quiet. The silence was broken only by the sounds of singing and good humor between strangers who had been trying desperately to kill one another only the day before. After a while, French, British, and German soldiers joined the burial parties and began to mingle with one another, making gifts of cigarettes, rations, clothing, and chocolates. Some shared stowed-away liquor, they joked and they sang, and when the language barrier proved too great a hurdle, they gestured with their hands as best they could. To the dismay of some higher-ranking officers, this went on through Christmas Day and even into Boxing Day. Improvised soccer balls were made, and games were played between the craters and broken trees. One British soldier, who was a barber before the war, was seen giving a haircut to a German soldier who badly needed it. In some places along the front, the truce lasted until New Year's. Most places, though, for only a day or two. But the fact that it happened at all, against orders, is inspiring. The fact that humanity and goodwill could be found at a place that has been compared to a charnel house, which I didn't know what a charnel house was. <laughs> Do you know what a charnel house is? No, but I got a hunch you're going to tell me. So it's like a house for bones. A house for bones. That's where they used to keep bodies. Okay. So, yeah. Um, look it up, anybody. Go to. Oh, well, yeah, I Google, mean, it's mostly. Yeah, Google charnel There are house. some really. I had to. <laughs> Everybody's like. I compare it to a charnel house. I just assumed that a charnel house was like, I don't know, something for a butcher. Yeah. But it's not. It's a place where they keep bones. Okay. So, anyway, the fact that humanity and goodwill can be found in a place that has been compared to a charnel house should, I think, prove that being kind and decent is a choice that everyone can make. If these guys could spend Christmas arm in arm with men they were supposed to hate and supposed to kill then I think the rest of us should be able to at least be a little friendlier this season to people that maybe we don't necessarily agree with. Let's just all try and be decent. I couldn't agree more. Some of these stories are just nuts. But I'm going to have to disagree because you don't. don't... Wait, where are you going with this? I thought you'd be (laughs) You don't agree with me politically, (laughs) religiously. (laughs) And what's worse than that? Um, no, that is a really good story. It's incredible. That is good. And I just, like, that is so brief. Please, people, like, look this up and read brief? about it. that was two pages of writing. Well, anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, like, I'll throw a couple paragraphs together. <laughs> Fucker comes out oh, with a novel here. <laughs> but, I'm t- like, uh, some of the, um, if you look stuff up, you, there's like journal entries and a lot of letters home from guys who talking were, about this event. And it was, it's just so cool. Like their the attitudes yeah. is, it's just wild. The one, one was really neat about a guy, a British soldier who made it out in no man's land and he met up with a German soldier and they couldn't really speak with one another, Yeah, but you know, they could kind of, they kind of communicate with their hands mm-hmm. and, uh, the German soldier was a collector. He had all sorts of like knickknacks and stuff like that. And so this British soldier goes back to his line, gets a pair of scissors, comes back, cuts two buttons off the German soldier's coat, mm-hmm. cuts two of his own off. They exchange them and like what sew each them other's up. buttons. Yeah, huh. for the rest. Of, well, I don't know how long they lasted, but yeah, that's like how you and I switch underwear sometimes. Yeah, we just did it a minute ago. We just did Corey. <laughs> <laughs> He's incredible. We managed to switch underwear while I was reading that. 
and our audience was none the wiser. Uh, but that that story just puts me in a good. That is good. It, yes, that, yeah. that's a it's very a wholesome. Sweet, it's a sweet story. Yeah, to to think during that, which was World War One, was absolutely horrible. It's disgusting. I yeah. like. It's hard to think about. It's hard to wrap your brain around. Uh, if anybody wants to listen or learn more about it, and you don't want to read a book, um, check out uh, Blueprint for Armageddon. It's just an awesome series. If you want to learn more about World War One. But anyway, do you have anything else? I do have another story. This one isn't necessarily Christmas based, uh, but it was a very good, nice little uh, thing to learn about. Recently, um, this got popular. Uh, this, this got more attention a few months back, um, <clears throat> but it's still a good slice of humanity, nonetheless. Uh, my fiance pointed this story out to me, saying, "Oh wait, is that the first time that you're saying that on the show?" Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> everybody. Tell Corey congratulations. Wait, thanks. Oh, we're the only ones here. <laughs> if there's anybody that's listening that doesn't know us, yeah, <laughs> send Corey a congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Good job. So uh, thanks. Yeah, uh, my fiance. <laughs> Corey's getting married. <laughs> Eh, it only took nine years, but fuck it, why not? So my fiance pointed this story out to me, saying it would be a good one for soft served, and she was correct. Uh, this is about a guy named Rob Kenny from the Chicago area, who had a pretty rough start to life. His father left when he was twelve, and his alcoholic mother was left to raise him. But now, as a grown man himself, instead of living a life of being a miserable cynic. He wanted to give back to the world, so he started a YouTube channel called Dad How Do I, it, <clears throat> which is a, uh, a guide for teens and young adults who grew up fatherless. Uh, the channel showcases simple tasks such as tying a tie, fixing a flat tire, basic cooking, uh, using tools, car maintenance, and like positive reinforcement, like things dads teach kids, shaving. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was really great, too. Um Kenny had made the statement, my goal in life was to raise good adults, not good children, but good adults, because I had a fractured childhood. So the dude grew up in a shitty world, and he persevered, and now he's paying it forward by helping other people who grew up fatherless. So I think that's awesome. And uh, as I said a few months ago, this got popular, but after the story got picked up by a few news outlets, uh, his channel would go on, his YouTube channel would get millions of subscribers. And a lot of support from others who grew up in similar situations. So good on him, and I wish him and his audience the best. That's awesome. Yeah, That's I thought that really was cool. really cool. Yeah, I, I think I need to make more of an effort at giving back. If you consciously think about it more, it'll just happen. I think. Yeah. You know, um, I really don't want to. Like I said, the last time, like talking about humble bragging, but really, like as you think about it more. Is you keep it in the back of your head, like, oh, yeah, I can just do this. Like, we did Toys for Tots this year. And Are you humble bragging right now? I am. Okay. <laughs> but I haven't done it, like, ever. Exactly. You know what I mean, though? But, like, we were uh, we were just shopping somewhere, and they had the bin. And I'm like, yeah. fuck it. Why not? You know? It's, it's right here. There's a pile of toys over here. Yeah, I have some extra money. Think about Why the, the amount fuck of not? crap that we buy for oh yeah each other that really i mean mm -hmm. most of us and i'm not going i'm not getting down on gift giving but most of us 
a lot of a lot of us are probably in a position where if we want something little, we can just just go, go buy it. it. Yeah, but, yeah, it's not. A There's a lot of others who just can't, can't do, do that. that. Yep. So to do it's that nice is nice. Keep them in mind. Um, but yeah, the whole thought process is the thing to. I think it'll just follow if you just keep it in the back of your head. That's my opinion. I don't know how everyone else conducts themselves on these matters, but that seems to work for myself. I think. Uh, well, I'm still just now. <coughs> I uh, <laughs> I just see the hamster in the wheel. Right? <laughs> smoke. Oh, I was thinking smoke about, is pouring uh, out of your as ears. As soon as you started talking about that, the YouTube channel, I was like, my I had I'm not I had a great upbringing. My dad is awesome. Uh huh. But if he saw me try to put a tie on or change a tire, oh fuck, he'd be disappointed. <laughs> oh, nowadays, so I, yeah. So I need. If you, you need, can. You need if, to start over with your dad. Just <laughs> go next time you see me. Like, Dad, I need help with this tie. Like all the things you should have learned a decade or twenty years ago. Like he's right. Come wheeling up with a flat tire. Like I don't know what to do. But if you didn't change that yet, like no, I was doing a podcast with my friend and drinking tea. (laughs) I'm not even that great at that. (laughs) I'm not good at changing tires Uh, at all. I've only had to do it a few times. It's I don't know. It's really not too bad. I'm really glad that. you, you don't see many ties at weddings anymore, so it's not you're not really I pressured into that. Yeah. So I just don't. I got one wedding outfit. Mm-hmm. You just wear those. That same one. I, I think don't. I have a tie. I have a tie. I don't. I, I still don't know how to tie a tie. I have to get on YouTube every time. The one <laughs> and the night. Yeah, you don't have to wear ties to weddings anymore. And the one nice thing. Well, I mean, there's oh, that's gonna get me in trouble. There's a lot of nice things about being married, but one of the best is that <laughs> when you go to a wedding, not only do you not have to wear a tie anymore, when they do the bouquet toss, oh, all the silly dances, you don't have to hide that, in the bathroom yeah. anymore. Because I would always <laughs> you go don't in the have bathroom. to hide in the bathroom. You're so brave. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other positive stories for us this week? Uh, no, I had those two that were just a series of paragraphs and not a novel written out, so. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake! Now I just feel silly. No, I'm this delete is it. really good. No, don't delete it. Well, it's it's I, preserved forever. It is. It's on Google Docs. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking I, of Google, <clears throat> we're on Google Podcasts as well. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd so, that happen? <laughs> uh... The site we upload to, we actually use Anchor. Uh, we're on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a couple other ones. Uh, <clears throat> I can't remember the names of them off the top of my head, but they're available through that. I forgot to tell you that. Well, that's just awesome. I mean, the primary one's Spotify, but either way. So to all our screaming would-be fans out there, just our tens of fans. Yep, then their podcast drought on Google Podcasts, <laughs> just like, God, I wish those guys would get off of Spotify. <laughs> we're on Google podcasts now (laughs) congratulations listen to our whole backlog we've got six episodes (laughs) and two more to come actually if we could if we include our introduction Mm -hmm. that's six and a half yeah well we did the introduction the same day as our first one so that was all right we'll just say it's six this is six two more to go Woo. yep 
uh, we're enjoying it. I hope you guys are enjoying it. And if anybody has like, oh, yeah, send, send us links to like some positive stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you would like to get in contact with us, we have a Instagram. It's TS Podcast Official. Or if you have anything nice you've done and you want a humble brag, then send us yeah. your name and your story. Like, listen, my name is Terry, and I gave all the poor kids in my town all the money. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe there's some guy named that, Terry who did that. He's probably and if in he's Singapore. out there, maybe hees in Singapore. I'll tell you what. If you're from Singapore, <laughs> oh, here we go. if you're from Singapore and you've done something really nice lately, you want a humble brag, send it to us and we'll say that we did it, but we'll put it on the podcast. <laughs> no, we'll say you did it. And then <laughs> I looked up where Singapore is. Oh god. <laughs> So I you can you can quit asking where it is. Why? What'd you look I, like on an atlas? I got on a map on Google Maps. Okay. And I put in Singapore. Shows you right where it is, and I'm not telling you. Fuck. <laughs> Guess we'll have to go to the library and get an atlas out. Uh, I'll still get my weather from an almanac anyway. <laughs> Farmer's almanac. Getting a lot of snow this year. Every year. You're really not going to tell me where Singapore is? Is it bothering you now? It's in Asia. Yeah. Which is pretty that much narrows, narrows it, it down. down. Yeah, because I mean, Asia is a small continent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up afterward. Do you have anything else to add? Um, no, I think Nothing that's else it. you want to talk about? Um, I, I think that's... Uh, pretty much it do you have anything you want to talk about do you have any holiday goodness or anything that has been good for you in the last few weeks oh lots of stuff i mean yeah <laughs> i'm just i'm looking at stuff with a new perspective so everything's good no i didn't have any i agree with that i didn't have any other stories because i got so excited to talk about the christmas truce that's all i could think about uh and yeah and i did it and i didn't cry I'm Whoops. so proud of you. <clears throat> yeah. We're in our mid-30s now, and I can just <laughs> feel that testosterone <laughs> dropping out the bottom of me. So, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, thanks for <clears throat> somehow bearing with us as we stumble through another episode of Soft Serve. It's going to be these tough endings over and over again until whoever that guy I'm is embracing a Sometimes you have an to, ending. You have to accept what's what it is let's just keep recording the good with the bad we're gonna hang out for probably another hour after this anyway <laughs> let's just keep the headphones on uh, no no let's end this <laughs> all right thank you guys hope you had a great christmas great hanukkah kwanzaa if you had a great nothing as long as you were just enjoying just enjoy what this you season have and if in this you get world. to see your family friends good on you yeah merry christmas all that good yep. stuff Try not to be a piece of shit. Yeah, quit being an <laughs> asshole. We'll see you on January 9th. We'll, we'll try a, to, We'll yes. have an episode that we actually worked on and prepped for, and it's going to show. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>